Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour film and TV edition. Of course, you know, we had to do a little bit of a remix since we can't really give any reviews of regular TV shows and films. So, Ma, how are you and what's I'm, up? I'm wonderful, sweetie. Everything is going well. I'm a little dismayed because the, the SAG after strike is, you know, lasting so long. I guess I miraculously thought that they would just one, two, three and come to some kind of agreement. However, um, I wish them well and I continue to support all my SAG after sisters and brothers and I hope they're treated fairly, you know, throughout all these negotiations and I hope they'll come to some sort of a positive, equitable agreement very soon. What's going on yeah. with you? Yeah, we will. Um, I'll give a little update on the latest meeting that the WGA uh, union had with uh, some of the other lovely Hollywood uh, movie heads. Okay. Okay. Um, what's going yeah, on? With update. We don't want to hear the contracts. Okay. Go okay. Go All right. Ahead. Well, anyway, what's up with me is it's messy weekend. Uh, Lionel Messi is in town, ma. He's playing. Oh, uh, yeah. He's playing what at Frisco. Frisco. Oh, oh, our town. Yeah, he's oh. playing at Frisco. Oh, wonderful. So, well, it's not really our town, but well, close to us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nearby. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. FW, right? That's true. That's okay. true. Um, oh, also, Ma, um, I went to uh, Slutty Vegan for the first time. I've had Slutty Vegan because they're in the DFW area. I heard the food is so tasty. Is that true? Oh, it's very tasty. I had the I had the one night stand and the slut fries, and they were delicious. Oh wow! Oh, they yeah. call them slut fries. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. Well, that I mean they they have everything on them. They oh, do. They do. It was so listen, it was really nice. Um I you know, I can recommend that people go uh to their local uh slutty vegan cuz you know they oh. have several now. Okay, what town was that in that you went to? That was in Dallas. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, Deep Ellum area. Yeah, in the Deep Ellum. Oh, yes. Nice. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Good for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and continued success. Oh, I can't wait to taste it. Oh, soon. All right. Okay. Uh my, let's let people know what we are sipping on. Um, and today we are sipping on some Uncle Nearest whiskey. So my, I don't know what you want to do to toast to. There's so many different things we can toast to. Okay, well, we're going to raise our glasses and we're going to toast to health, wealth, happiness, and long life and prosperity. And we want the strike to end as soon as possible with a good outcome for everyone. Yes, so for actors and writers. Actors and writers, salud. Salud. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay, great. that was delicious. Oh. Okay. All right, What's guys. On your end, daughter. Okay, What's like. Okay, like I said, I wanted to do a little bit of an update on the strike. Uh, we just had a meeting. Well, not we the. WGA just had a meeting with some of the uh, Hollywood producers and WGA has been on strike for over a hundred days. And so the meeting 
did not bring about an agreement, unfortunately. Um, and oh, we don't know. We don't know when SAG and AFTRA are going to meet with the studio heads, but we do know, Ma, and I don't know what you think about this, that as of Tuesday, last Tuesday, 120 productions have been approved, including Rebel Wilson, uh, Project with Her, Guy Ritchie, Paul Rudd, Jenny Ortega, Matthew McConaughey, Michaela Coel, and more. Okay. So, uh, you know, that's, you know, but uh, Viola Davis, uh, she decided that she was going to pause her project because her project was approved, but she said that she wanted to stand in solidarity with her brothers and sisters and she was not going to partake in the film. And so they reached an agreement. Oh, good for her. All right. So just kind of wanted to mention that. Um, also, my, we're going to talk about this because we have like a little funny little uh I guess a segment today that a lot of the actors who are striking are turning uh, to something called Cameo. Have you heard of Cameo, Ma, the Cameo app? Uh, no, I have not seen or heard about the Cameo app. Okay. Well, uh, the Cameo app is a way for, I guess, fans to really connect with their fa favorite celebrity. And so the, you, it's the celebrities go on and record like a short message to them for them. Maybe it's for somebody's birthday, maybe bachelor party, bachelorette, whatever it is. And they have to pay a fee for it. And so many actors oh, are doing wow. this as a way to make up for you know, obviously not getting those films and different projects. And some of them have been on it before the strike started. So we're going to oh, talk about that later on. Way for them to generate income. Of course. And, okay. you know, everybody needs cash, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Um, so my another update is, uh, unfortunately, Miss um, Lizzo. And um, we know it, it's just a lot of stuff going on with Lizzo. She denied the allegations that were made against her um, by course. her former dancers. Right. Yes. Up to that. Right. And she just says, usually I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. And, you know, she really just kind of went in. But the unfortunate thing is, is, my, is that there are several people who are coming to these uh, dancers' defense and saying that they've unfortunately witnessed um, similar type of behavior. And they aren't really standing by Lizzo as much as, you know, one would hope. So my- As um, much as Lizzo would hope. As what Lizzo would hope. Right. So my, my question to you is, is that, do you think that Lizzo, if Lizzo was found as though all these allegations are false, do you think she's going to recover her image? Yes, I do. Well, she can recover her image if she wants to, because she was changing her attitude. If she wants to, I mean, she's not going to recover her image if, in fact, they're true and she doesn't change her behavior. Yeah. I mean, obviously. But if she changes her behavior, I mean, you can change from fat to skinny. If you change your eating habits, I mean, you can change anything if that's what you want to do. But you yeah. have to make a conscious effort to do it. It's not going to change just because she says, oh, I didn't do it. She's going to have to not do it. And she's going to have to, you know, make restitution for these people, um, the people that are suing her. So, oh. I mean... You can change anything, but you have to actually make the changes. Well, there is there there was a Oscar nominated director, uh, Sophia. I think her name is Nahalia. 
Yes. She she walked away. She said that she walked away from a Lizzo documentary in 2019 because she was treated with such disrespect and that she witnessed how arrogant and unkind Lizzo was. Oh, wow. Well, that's not a good look. That is definitely not a good look. And like I said, there's been other people, there's been several people that have, you know, said that Lizzo kind of her behavior and attitude is not good. So listen, okay. we, we don't know Lizzo. Um, you know, I am a fan of Lizzo's um, music. Uh, and I think that she is a very talented artist. You know, if any of these things are uh, true, you know, Lizzo is going to have to pay for, you know, her mistreatment of her employee, of her That's dancers. Right. That's right. And so, you know, so it just makes As me sad. If, if in fact they're true, then she should be held accountable. I mean, yeah. it's all about being accountable. Come well, on. Well, my, well, I just say, I didn't do it and think everything is going to be all right because that's not going to work. Well, Ma, the thing is that that I really wanted to stress was you we, you mentioned you think that she can recover from this. A lot of people point to like Ellen DeGeneres, who has who obviously is significantly older than Lizzo, right? Um, but she hasn't seemed to be able to recover from well, she trying to the become, fallout. I don't know that she's trying to recover. Who knows what she's doing? Well, because she made uh, Ellen made a name for herself as being the queen of nice. I understand. And, and then and Lizzo has made a name for herself as being an advocate. Oh, well, you know, but as you said, you know, it's all a matter of we don't know what ingredients they put into, you know, restoring their reputation. I don't know what Ellen DeGeneres did. Ellen DeGeneres is much older, has a whole lot of money, and maybe she didn't even want to be bothered with the show anymore. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't, who knows? We don't know that. Maybe that's why she was nasty. She was tired of the show. And instead of quitting the show, she just kept on and kept, you know, doing what she didn't want to do anymore and just had a bad attitude about it. And then Lizzo, we don't know what all is going on with Lizzo, but Lizzo is certainly closer to the beginning of her career than the end, you yeah. know. And you know goes well so she has time and it depends on her willingness her desire to to restore her image okay. i would not compare her to ellen degeneres who was at the tail end ellen degeneres gotta be what she has to be 60 or in her 60s she's definitely in her 60s somewhere yeah so she probably wants some time to do some other things she maybe don't doesn't even want to work every day and she was that show was five days a week or whatever and this old schedule is not. But the there's same. there's plenty of people that are in their sixties that okay. still work. But that doesn't mean she's one of them. Okay. You know, I can't wait till I get sixty to retire. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Okay. And then, and then I know some people in their seventies that they jump up every morning and go to work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Depends, you know. Okay. Well. Whatever the case, uh, you know, I think it will be difficult for Lizzo to recover from this. I think she certainly 100% can recover from it if she wants to, if she makes the effort to do better. It all depends on what her attitude is and her mm -hmm. willingness to do the work that she needs to do to recover. And I also yeah. want to stress that these are alleged, you know, incidents. We don't know yeah. for sure of that they happen. They're all allegations. And, and I also... But, yeah, not good allegations, that's for sure. And I also want to apologize to our listeners. Um, we are having a little bit of technical difficulties, but we appreciate you guys, and we will make sure we have it fixed for the next episode. But continue to listen to us um, for this episode because we got a lot of cool things going on. And we 
appreciate your continuing to listen to us. Right. All of That's right. Thank you, guys. Uh, okay, so we're going to move on. My, um, I, I don't know how I failed to mention about um, some of the reality shows, but I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later um, because it's just kind of like so many different things going on. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, our boy Stephen A. Smith, who um, I genuinely like Stephen A. Smith. Um, I'm proud of the success that he has attained and, and obviously, you know, he's doing his thing. Get to the uh, point. What is your point? What does Stephen A. do? Thanks, Ma. Uh, so on no, you uh, got this whole big thing gone. We all know Stephen A. What did he do? So so Joe Rogan um, was widely criticized for claiming that January 6th may have been a false flag operation designed to take down uh, Trump. Uh, so he also pushed the conspiracy theory that January 6th protester Ray Epps, who filed a defamation lawsuit against Fox News, may have been a federal agent. And so a lot of people just thought it was just way too much. Um, however, Stephen A. Smith on his podcast, he said that, um, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I have no clue what Joe Rogan is talking about. And by that, I mean, I have no idea whether he's right or whether he's wrong. I'm not siding with him. I'm not saying he's all right, but I'm not summarily dismissing every and any syllable he echoes as conspiracy theories. And he went on to claim, talk about Malcolm X and, and um, Martin Luther King Jr. both pushed conspiracy theories about the federal government before they were assassinated. And Stephen A. Smith said he just didn't know because the government has had a lot of ins in, um, insidious behavior. And so he um, didn't want people to completely dismiss everything that Joe Rogan said. So people weren't really feeling Stephen A. Smith's take on this, Ma. What are your thoughts? This may seem somewhat implistic, uh, I mean, simplistic and cool, but I think Stephen A. is just only about the dollar. You know, he knows Joe okay. Rogan is hella, hella five popular among certain people, and he doesn't care. I think he's all about his viewership and his bottom line, and, and that's all. That's yeah. all. I don't think anything else of Stephen A. Anything political that Stephen A. says is in one ear and out the other as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan <laughs> sold his soul a long time ago. Right, and Stephen A. doesn't care whatever and he makes that clear. So I'm, I'm nothing, nothing political from Stephen A. Stephen A. can just give me his opinion on sports. I might consider that. But as far as his opinion on anything else, I'm really not even trying to hear it. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Um, you know, I, like I said, I'm proud of him for where he's come from as far as how he's a very hard worker, but I, I have no interest in listening to oh, no, I, no, politics. I'm extremely proud of him no more than I am any other uh, uh, sports announcer of color. I'm not, he's, he hasn't broken any ground or done anything. that He hasn't cured cancer. You sure. know, he hasn't uh, done anything to uplift the people of color, you know, not that I can see. He's not the first and he won't be the last. So, you know, he's just, the, 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 he may be the first one as loud. He may be the loudest one. That's true. Maybe with the biggest goofy looking eyes. I don't know, but that's all. I don't see anything. No, I'm dead serious. What do you mean? Do you know, he hasn't set any precedent. I, not that I'm aware of. No, you're right. You're right. No. 
let me know. You know, people have done it before him and have done it as well and better than him. I don't know if he, he may be the loudest. And that's all I'm going to say. I don't okay. have any proud, uh, pride in him, no more than any other African-American uh, sportscaster. Okay. All right. So let's... In well, fact, let's... I have much more respect for Beaumont, who I don't necessarily... Oh, agree. me too. Oh. I but... certainly have much more, put much more weight and value in Beaumont. Beaumont is brilliant. To me, Beaumont is brilliant. He is. Whether I agree with him or not, baby, he's one thoughtful human being. Stephen A is m- more loud. That's all. Okay. And that's, all, that's all. That's true. Okay. So my let's move on to um your girl. And I say this and I think this really is girl? your girl. Okay, so Sierra. So Sierra okay. Yeah, CC and Chris Brown released a new music video for their song, How We Roll, um, on Thursday. And there was a lot of backlash because fans, you know, didn't think that Sierra should be doing another song with Chris Brown based on the history of the violence that he had with his ex-girlfriend, Rihanna. Okay. Uh, And so they just pretty much showed challenging choreography and, you know, between the two. And it was, you know, the the song, the dancing was good, of course. Um, But a lot of people felt, Cece, you don't need to do this at this stage of the game. You have Russ, you know, you're very talented. Why, you know, why would you partner? They didn't think that he was the best partner for her. Right. Yeah. For anybody. Yeah. that I can I can understand that I can understand I can understand people being a little bit asking the question you know okay uh some people have forgiven Chris Brown mm-hmm. I, I don't know that Chris Brown has showed any uh contrition at all for what he did I'm not really sure about that I don't I'm not sure he's sorry I think he continued to be abusive toward women after Rihanna uh, so I, I, I don't, I don't think it was the best choice, mm-hmm. um, but maybe she feels that he's rehabilitated himself and that was a long time ago, mm-hmm. you know, so maybe she's, um, sort of giving him another chance, you know, sort of thinking that at this stage of the game, it's not that way, you know, cause yeah. that was how many years ago, 15 years ago. It was, it was a long time ago. Yeah. That's about so, accurate. Yeah. So I, I guess, you know. Well, in fact, I know that's what she thinks she's thinking. If she wasn't thinking that, she couldn't have done the video with him. Mm-hmm. You know, because it would have been just something that she was just so morally opposed to. So she is um, forgiving him. And, you know? and well, you know, Sierra was, uh, will be 38 years old um, in, I think, October. And, right, she's so- a, and she's a mom of three. Right. And, you know, married. So, um, right. you know, people just thought that at this stage of the game, she would maybe not want to associate herself with Chris Brown. Now, I, I, I now I there's the other people, my hold on, there's other people who felt that it was kind of nostalgic because remember the BET Awards when they had the yeah. little cute little dance step together. Yes. And, um, you know, they felt like, oh, well, Sierra was just supporting like an old friend. Um, and, and vice versa, because... To me, that's all the same. To me, that's all about her forgiving him. Because mm-hmm. if she still, if she, you know, held it against him uh, to any significant degree, she wouldn't have done it. So she did feel like 
you know, I'm going to forgive Chris for this. I feel like he made a foolish mistake and, you know, and uh, everybody deserves, I hate to use this term, but that thing called grace. Yeah. And I gave it to him. But that she is a mom and this and that and has been through the good, the bad, the up and the down, mostly good. But, you know, and maybe that also made her have a more forgiving heart. Right. I don't even know if she looked at it like it was something necessarily to bolster her career or not or whatever, you right. know, or maybe just looked at it as something that she um, enjoyed doing. And he was an old friend who made, you know, some bad mistakes and, you know, so. Yeah. yeah you know, listen, um, I, I hate to say this too. Um, Sierra and Russ are also people who I look at that are just concerned about their bottom line. Don't don't say that. I'm not saying that I don't like them and don't support them, but they are, seem to be very concerned about their bottom line. And it is what it is. Um, okay, so my, um, oh, any thoughts on that? Are you No, no, good point. You know, I, I have no reason to think that, that they aren't concerned about it, but I don't know if that's primary with them. I don't know if that's primary, but I know. I, I didn't say, did I say that? No, no, no. I'm saying okay. that. She may have had, you know, other considerations as well. Okay. Okay. Like um, Stephen A., I would say that is his primary consideration. Oh, period. gotcha. Yeah, no, yeah. I feel yeah. you. Okay. Um, I meant to mention this earlier, uh, Ma, but some reality stars um, have gone kind of like scorch earth at this point um, against NBC and some in particular against Bravo claiming its reality stars have been subjected to grotesque and depraved mistreatment. Uh, and so they, there's a letter that's going around to, to NBC claiming current and former cast and crew members of its reality shows have been tormented. And some of the allegations are, um, you know, denying mental health treatment to cast members, displaying obvious and alarming signs of mental deterioration, um, exploiting minors for uncompensated and sometimes long-term appearances on NBC uh, TV reality shows, distributing or condoning the distribution of consensual pornography, uh, deliberate attempts to manufacture mental instability by plying cast members with alcohol while depriving them of food and sleep covering up sexual violence and refusing to allow cast members the freedom to leave their shows, even under dire circumstances. Okay, Ma, um, any thoughts on that? I don't know. That seems like an awful lot. Are they saying that NBC and other reality shows, networks with reality shows are doing this in Bravo? NBC and, all- and Bravo. And I think it's, oh, okay. is does NBC I, own Bravo? I think. I, I don't know. There must be something there. Something- yeah. I don't know. Listen, I don't know who's been doing what to whom, but I do know if one scintilla mm-hmm. of those allegations are, you know, are proven to be true, mm-hmm. then somebody's going to pay up a whole lot of money. You have them, to, you sound like they're being held prisoner. That's what it sounds like. I mean, it sounds awful. It sounds mm-hmm. inhumane. Mm-hmm. And uh, whereas they may have been a little excessive to the left or to the right, mm-hmm. you know, how on earth are people being treated like this? And why aren't they able to walk away? Well, I guess they're on the contract, Ma, and they can't just do whatever the freak they want to do because of their contracts. 
I I want to, you know, withhold comment except to say. Why are you withholding I, comment on a show I, where I, you're I, supposed I, to comment on? Because it sounds like, to me, people break contracts every day. Okay. You mean because of their contract. If I got there on my own steam, if I took a bus, a plane, a train, a car, a bike, walked, ran, if I got there on my own steam, why can't I get up and walk away? Am I being held prisoner? Am I in jail? I don't am know. I so, am I so full of drugs that I'm not oriented to, to place and time and I don't know where I'm at or what I'm doing? I mean, just what, what, what are the allegations? It sounds crazy. And then what was that about pornography? Like, that was really strange to me it, when it, I heard that. that. all sounds crazy. Is everybody over there uh, a, a, a sexual deviant to where people don't have their own free will? Either they want to look at porn or they don't. And why are they looking at porn while they're supposed to be working? Is there work porn? Is that part of it? Is that incentive? Is that included in the script? I mean, the whole thing you just read to me just sounds really ludicrous. Okay. And what do you mean their contract? I don't care. People break a contract every minute, every second of every day. That is people true. Break every type of contract on the planet. So how would these people, are they kidnapped? Is this sex trafficking? Are you saying that they ha are holding these people against their will under guns and, and force? And, and what? I mean, what, what is going on? I, I don't know, Ma. I'm oh, just oh, telling you. Farmers who who don't like their contracts. And Let me. And, and they're using hyperbole to, to to explain what's going on. Well, let me, I wanted to what ask you, I, that's the thing, I wanted to ask you, do you think it's time for reality stars to unionize or you think that's just going to cause even more problems? I don't know the depth of their situation and I'm not sure how much unions would help them, period. That's all I want to say. To me, they need to, to negotiate better contracts. I don't know about unions or not because we got unions and now we're in this. Right. They're, yeah, there's that. Everything cuts both ways. It mm -hmm. may be better, it may not. The union hasn't been able to get anything for these people that, who are currently members of SAG and AFTRA or haven't been able to get what we like to call equitable compensation right. for what they do. So I don't know. I do know this. What the hell is that you just described? I'm just that, telling you what I read. I don't know. That sounds like modern day slavery, sexual slavery, mm -hmm. labor slavery. That sounds awful. Yeah, I well, can't imagine that, and it's legal. And you telling me they're about a contract? There's no contract that there's, says there's no contract that says there's, there's you can no do contract that. in the world that says anybody can do those things. No, unless that's part of uh, you know, what do you call it? The not the slate and part and of minute, the. And wait a minute, did you the sign script the for porn for a porno? Did you sign that contract? Did you read that contract? Did your lawyers know. read it? Is that your signature on it? I don't know. I don't know. I listen. I, I just hope that this none of this is true because it's so NBC and Bravo. They have a it, lot it, of explaining it, it, to do. Not true to that extent. I will never believe it's true to that extent. Okay. Like I said, somebody's using hyperbole there. Somebody's exaggerating the hell out of something because okay. no way all that nonsense is true. And then you talk about ooh, ooh, do you go home every night? Can you get out of there? The way it's sounding, they got you under duress. You can't eat. You can't sleep. You're well, on drugs. You watch your boy. Is that your life? Well, 
Do you have friends, family? Can you call the police? Can you 911? Mm. Sounds crazy. Oh, it sounds crazy. Something's wrong with that. Mm-mm. All right. Well, like I said, we... Joe Bogan. Uh, who wrote that? Well, no, he's doing fine. No, listen, we no, hope, but- in all seriousness, in all seriousness, we hope that these allegations are not true. If once again, if they are true, NBC and Bravo has a lot of answering to do. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say that I, you know, I'm not saying that they're the greatest, kindest, most unselfish people. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. We all know they like to maximize their dollar. You know, we know that, but the description, the things that you're de- and conditions you're describing to me are absolutely cruel and inhumane. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a little bit more serious than just a bad contract. Oh, That's yeah. So, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's, Ma. Let, let's, let's move on. Down. Oh, my God. Okay, so let let's move on, guys. Um, one another thing I wanted to um, update you on was the Trump indictment. So, uh, Trump, you know, made an appearance in a Washington D.C. courtroom to answer charges that he used unlawful means in an attempt to subvert the results of the 2020 presidential pres- presidential election. He pleaded not guilty, and so the indictment charges that Trump uh, with conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official uh, proceeding, obstruction and conspiracy against the right to vote and to have one's vote counted. And so those were the charges. And so he appeared before the magistrate uh, judge and um, the hearing is to begin at 4.15 p.m. Eastern time on August the 28th and Trump also faces charges in in a separate case brought by special courts counsel Jack Smith in which he had been accused of mishandling the nation's secrets since leaving the White House and there's other charges as well he he faces charges in a separate case brought by special counsel Jack Smith um, for there's other charges I'm sorry my bad Um, oh and uh, the payments in connection with hush money payments to adult film star Stormy Daniels. That's not, Jack, had... Smith. That's not Jack Smith. That's in New York. That's, that's not... Manhattan, the Manhattan right. district. Right. right. That, that's my bad. Sorry. Right. Uh, right. Manhattan district. Jack Smith is just the federal. He's the federal. And I, I apologize for that. Um, yeah. Okay. In connection with Stormy hush, Daniels. With hush Stormy. money. Right. Stormy. Right. 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 Yeah. So there's just a lot. Just wanted to kind of update everybody on that. Um, right. who wasn't keeping up with it. They know Trump is in trouble, but just wanted to let everyone know. Any any so, thoughts well, before we so move on? So far, three indictments, and we're waiting to see what Fonnie and those going to do down in uh, down in Georgia. We'll, well not down. What... For us, that's up. Oh, I'm, I'm still thinking I'm in the Northeast, Seattle. <laughs> so, but anyhow, or over, over and up in Georgia, right? So we'll see. So anyhow, more to come, more to come, right? We got three, th- yep. thrice indicted former president. And it, it, it looks like it's going to be quadruple indicted, mm-hmm. at least, yes. right? Yep. We shall see. Uh, you know, at this point, he's, you know, he's a you know, regular criminal. You know, out on bail. Oh, I guess they didn't post bail for him, but whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So, guys, y'all know what that is. Okay. All right. Um, this kind of, I was going to talk a little bit about Tiffany Haddish, but I don't know if you even want to, you know, go into it it's too much. You, it's on you. Whatever mm. you want to say about Tiffany Haddish. 
Okay, um, so Tiffany Haddish is opening up about her um, 2021 split from Common, and she talks about the breakup, and, you know, she's just pretty much letting everyone know that it was not mutual, because she said it was mutual on a previous um, interview. So when was she lying, then or now? Well, who knows? She's saying it was more that him saying, I think this relationship has run its course, and I was like, okay, like you're going to be a 50 year old single man. Okay. So what? Plenty 50 year old single men. So. All right. So. Is that choice if he wants to. Right. And, then, and then just because he doesn't want to be with her doesn't mean he's going to be single. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, there's a lot of other things going on. And then we know Tiffany Haddish, the mom of the, the kids that, um, you know, brought the charges against her about the inappropriate video um has yeah, now is now suing her for i think a million dollars but that's a you know whole nother story i'm not gonna oh, we don't need to even you know go into that too deeply mm -hmm. okay um what i don't know what I'm talking about common all those women could say something about common right you know he just dated a lot of women but right that's her business if he's single or what that's not on her you just go do you, Tiffany. You, you know, you and Common are over. That's enough. That's right. I'm not talking about no man that go around with every woman he can find and up and down the road. Me and him had some fun, some good time, you know, or whatever. Or if he didn't, if he only ever went with me, I wouldn't care. Once me and you ain't clicking, no, I'm not going into all that. No, it's just over. Yeah, um, I, I completely agree. Um Okay, um, so let's move on to um, Jamie Foxx. Unfortunately, um, Jamie Foxx is, is facing some major backlash for a post that he later deleted. And um, in the post, um, apparently, you know, people are accusing him of, um, of being anti-Semitic. And a lot of people, um, you know, didn't think that he was really being anti-Semitic, um, that he really was just kind of citing um, a a post from the scripture. He said, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends and hashtag fake love. And so people were saying that this promoted the idea of Jewish, the Jewish people killed Jesus. My Any thoughts on this before I go to the No, segment? I don't think being anti-Semitic. I do not. People have said that, use that expression just to mean that you're, if they will kill somebody as kind and great as Jesus, they'll do anything to anybody. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's not. And then Jesus himself is believed to have been a Jew. So what the hell are you saying? You know? To so be this, Jewish. This, yeah, right. You know, so go ahead. You know, so nah. Um, I don't know. That's just, that's an expression. Just mean that people can be so cruel that they'll do anything to even the most kindest person. Right, right. right. It had nothing to do with no. attacking Jewish people. Anti-Semitism or attacking right. you know, Jewish people or anything. No, that's the, and that's a very old saying that people use, that expression. In other words, people can be so cruel. You've seen how cruel some people can be. Don't expect greater kindness. Right. And so he came out. Self. And he mm -hmm. came out and apologized and said that it was to do with, you know, obviously like a friend who had, you know, done him wrong, that type of thing. Right, right. And he and, was speaking specifically that he was feeling sorry for himself that he had been treated unkindly. Right. And then 
thought about it and said, well, if they could do that, the same thing could happen to, to me or Perfect. to anyone. Yeah. Perfect, Ma. And so many of um, Jamie Foxx's friends and fans defended him um, and, you know, said that, noting well, that uh, it's a very common phrase in the Black it, community. Completely. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. and so that's, you know, so I, I'm with you on that. I, I hate all of the, you know, just kind of jumping on people and not having a conversation and just always going to the, uh, the negative that people are accusing him of something that was just just completely false. You know, and so I, I wasn't feeling it. Um, yeah, I'm not and, so, and so your girl, uh, and this is probably not your girl, uh, Jennifer uh -oh. Anderson, and somebody with name Jennifer Aniston, someone yeah. from an account named Jennifer Aniston. I don't know if it was her verified account or not, but she, her ver later on, her verified account, the Jennifer Aniston we know as the after some friends went on right. because she liked the post. Okay, someone from her, either her or another profile. Right, right. She decided right. to say, um, this really makes me sick. I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. And more importantly, I want to be clear to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds, I do not support any form of anti Semitism. I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind, period. So people kind of went after her because they felt that she didn't need to go on and make that statement. Right. Instead because, of she should have been defending Jamie. thought it was anti-Semitic. Right. You she should have been defending Jamie is what right. a lot of people thought. And, and, and you know what? And to me, they just don't understand it. To me, I, I now I get it that it's something that Black people do say a lot. Mm -hmm. But maybe other groups are not familiar with the term. But Black people say it all the time. And not meaning anything to do with being anti-Semitic. Correct. No, not absolutely not at all. Correct. So I'm, they I'm just, with you. They just, they just, they just really are misunderstanding. They really are. You know that right there. That's that's about them being ignorant of what it means within our culture. You know, that and that's them taking it someplace else. No, that's not what. It, that's not what it even is. And she need to stay away from that. And I guess she thought she was understanding it, but to me, that was just all them. That was the misinterpretation of it. Right. She really just kind of botched it even worse. So. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So okay. So much on that. Okay. Um, good that we talk about it, so they can get an understanding. So that know? people know, right? Yeah. So that people, you know, and it's not even anything for Jamie to apologize for. Well, he did. Well, because he offended people, yeah. but he didn't mean to offend people, yeah, and it's they, just they were offended because they didn't understand. understand. What they did. And that's, that's the thing: having a conversation with people. Right. That's where that's where conversation is good, and you can get an understanding. You know. Okay, uh, Ma. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about um a couple of reality shows. Well, one actually reality show, but actually before we begin. Um, I know you have started watching a reality show that you have been telling me about that you really like. Can you give us a, you know, little synopsis about the show that you like and that you, you tell me that you recommend people watch? So far, I'm, I'm going to definitely recommend it because I think it's a, a nice little twist. Mm -hmm. It has some just cute little nuances in it that are different from, you know, the other shows that I've seen. Um, and that's called The One. You know, and, and it's with uh, Kirk and Tammy Franklin. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And and I'll tell you, really, you know, when I first saw it, I'm like, Kirk and Tammy Franklin, well, what is this? Uh, I don't know if I want to see it, you know. Uh, I thought it would be just sort of re- really limited in scope, you know, and, and nature of it because he's a pastor and, you know, all that, and you know, him and her and she's first lady and all that. So I'm thinking, eh, I don't know, you know, I thought it would be way too limited for anything that I would enjoy. But in fact, it is extremely enjoyable. And no, I have to give a lot of props to Kirk and Tammy Franklin. They are very, very enjoyable and entertaining. And and, and might I add very attractive and dress very cute and, you know, all that kind of stuff. All the kind of things that, you know, you might not be expecting. Okay. The, the object, they have one male and one female and this male and this female they are looking for the one the male is brent and the female is ashley and they are meeting six individuals and the way they meet and the way their courtship uh the way they get to know i don't know if you want to call a courtship but the way they get to know each other is just so different, so unique, and so classy, and so interesting, and so intimate. Uh, I like it a lot. I don't know how much detail I'm supposed to go into. Okay, no, that's but good. Man. You can give I us updates about binging, it later. I just started binging it, and, and I'm enjoying it very, very much. It is really good, and you really get a chance to see uh, how everything develops, and you really get a chance to root for your people. You really get a, a chance to know them enough to, to see inside of all the contestants enough to really uh, connect and root for or not root mm-hmm. or not root for the, the individual. So it's, it's really cute. I'm enjoying it a lot. Okay. Okay, cool. So it's called The, the One, one. and the it's one. on what, BET? Oh, my goodness. I think it is. You know, I'm, I'm binging it. Uh, yeah, I, I believe it is BET. I'm okay. not 100% sure because okay. I'm like I said, I'm binging it and I'm, you know, not even looking directly at the network, but I should remember what network is on. And okay. I really, I'm going, okay. I'm going on demand and hitting search and, you know, so I'm not really paying attention to the network. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So, um, the one you recommend, one. um, Okay, so just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about, um, I know a show that, you know, some people in particular, I guess, in the UK, um, it's really popular and it's grown in popularity here, um, which is called Love Island. And I, Love Island UK um, in particular, and I didn't want to, don't really necessarily want to go in on it, Ma, but um, you and I both watched it. And I think yes. the issue with us is that we weren't really happy with the winners of the show. And um just all the way through the show, there was, uh, you know, a couple, uh, a black couple, uh, Ty and Ella, who, um, you know, and Ella is biracial, but she, he's a, a black woman. Um, right. She, uh, they she were. Presents, she presents and identifies as black. As yeah. black, right? And she is a, you know, she's a I'm Nigerian. She says all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. anyway, to to make a long story short, they had been together pretty much from. They were together from day one. They had, but they had a lot of different fights throughout the show. Um, however, they stuck with each other. They said they loved each other. They uh, became official as a couple and they were very, very strong all the way through. Just too many fights for, for me. Petty um, fights. Petty fights, fight. right. Yeah. And then halfway through the series, um, another black woman um, met uh, Lachlan, 
Lachlan, who is um, other. Um, I think his mom is, I don't know if his mom is Indian. Um, I'm not, I know he's biracial, um, right. but I think maybe Indian and white. Um, yeah. And they met halfway through the series and they had such a, a beautiful Lachlan who? Whitney. Okay. You I started, so uh, did I not say Whitney? Oh, I, don't oh, I didn't say her name. I said another yeah. black woman and just didn't right, say right. And so she um is also a Nigerian. And she um and and Lachlan had a very, very good relationship. We didn't see any arguments whether or not they had them or not, who knows? But they just it seemed great. So those were our top two because they were the most consistent. Um the other top two and the four in the uh final four was a couple who had been together pretty much from the start not all the way from the start but they seemed like they really liked each other and then there was a the couple that won who uh had problems all the way through until the 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 bitter end and the man in the relationship sammy there's jesse and sam sammy sammy was never physically attracted to the woman that he called his girlfriend and that won the show and they had fights all the way through and they were one of the worst couples correct they they fell into the category of one of the worst couples but Mm -hmm. somehow in the end abracadabra wooda 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 they ended up winning the hundred thousand dollar prize it was 50 for them it's 50 oh oh, uh, it was 50 oh it was 100 for over here for for, the yeah yeah they they won the, the the 50 what is it the, what is the money you, I, you is know. it pounds now it might be pounds it, I'm sure pounds. maybe 50,000 pounds you know prize and they was totally undeserving and you're scratching your head going what right but and they weren't the most earth? popular the most they popular the couple most, they had announced them a couple always, weeks ago it's always her whining and chasing behind him up until the last few episodes and it was over 60 episodes mm-hmm. and you know it was just ridiculous for them to come out the winner, it's like they were in no way, you know, an uh, uh, an admirable or model couple. In no way. They weren't the most passionate. Mm-mm. They weren't the most anything except maybe the most uh, disconnected couple, mm-hmm. you know, so, but yet they ended up winning. No way they should have won over any of the other. They were in the, the top four. Mm-hmm. No way they should have made the top four, frankly. But even among the top four, they should have came in fourth, right. not first. It was right. it was ridiculous. It was it, a lot of people did not like it, and I for one did not like it. And I'm scratching my head, still understanding. I mean, trying to understand how and why they won. Right. It was just yeah. re- it was very strange. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and it just made me sort of not really feel the whole thing. And because, so, oh, go ahead. Mm, no, because. Because if if you're vying for the money, I mean, what is the criteria? How do you become, you know, the the, the best couple? How, right. how? What is the criteria for being right. the best couple? You know, well, is it being abusive and, and running around with everybody and get together the last few shows or whatever? And, you know, and just being an unauthentic period? You know, yeah. I mean, how do you become, you know, of the best couple? And Mm-mm. and it was an issue for me based on, you know, like, was there racism? Did racism play a role in it? Because, you know, it's, it should be about... They weren't the best white couple. Right. Well, and then they that's true. Them, and they weren't even the best white they, couple. They, they, okay? That's true. That's true. 
that would have been a much better white couple. That's true. That's so true, I Mom. What the hell they were doing? I don't know what they were doing either. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right because I can sit here and say, Molly, yeah, you're right. I was just thinking that Whitney um was so more deserving. Tyreek and Ella, who even through all their they fights, were, were all so more, more deserving. deserving. And they so were Molly and Zach. Uh, they, they well, oh, I, that's what I'm saying. I just, you know, you know, I had an issue with Molly and Zach because Molly was kicked off the show and came back. That was my issue with her. Well, that well, that was a whole different thing. But mm -hmm. as far as the ones who were there competing, yeah, uh, what? Right? No, they weren't right. the best. They weren't the best of any race, any group. They weren't the best. You're right. Okay. Um, so uh, the other thing is, is that um, I have started watching Love Island USA and I don't know if mom will continue watching. I don't really know, you know, how you feel about it, but I, um, I've been watching it. However, it doesn't have the same appeal. Unfortunately, the characters, the uh, contestants as the ones in the UK, because the people in the UK, even the our least favorites, they had some type of personality that you they wanted did. to know what and was they, going on. And they did always support each other. Yeah. And most of the advice they gave each other was good. Mm -hmm. About about oh, I would say 90, 95% of what they told said to each other was mm -hmm. good. And, and they were kind of always trying to help them. You yeah. never did see them. I mean, if they did any kind of sabotage and they did it one-on-one. -on -one, you know, if they like the same person or something like that, they didn't go and plot and try to do things against them, you know, among the other uh, contestants and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. You know, right. they didn't. They really, um, not saying it wasn't a little bit of lying and backstabbing, but that was something they did directly to their opponent. Right. They didn't just try to make it a whole big conspiracy thing and all that, you know. They really were a lot more supportive of each other and and they were um they were much more likable overall. They were just much more likable. These um, on the on the, the in the, the US, I don't know. I've only seen a few episodes of it, but mm -hmm. they seem they seem very mean and very catty early on mm -hmm. early on you mm -hmm. know and whereas the other ones was like yeah well you know we're here to talk to each other and you know you got to go grafting and don't worry about getting mugged off and you know yeah. and they they had a much better attitude mm -hmm. and if they got mad they were open and honest about who they were mad about all right they just said it you know they didn't go around you know and and saying right. everything behind their back and never confronting the people Right. There was oh, no confusion. Only, no, no. You knew the only person who did that a little bit was Mitch. And he called himself Messy Mitch. And and right. And they all knew it. And they all knew he was messy. And they all knew not to pay too much attention to him. And he ended up getting kicked off. He was, you know, there until the last day. But he <laughs> still ended up, right? Yeah. In the, in the very end, he ended up getting kicked off because he wasn't right. All right. You know? So, right. but... um. But uh, but uh, the UK I did enjoy Love Island UK I did enjoy. I'm going to give the US version of it a little more attention. I'm okay. going to give it a little more time and attention because it goes on for a bit, mm -hmm. and I'm going to see where it goes. It you know I don't like the the attitudes of some of the young ladies already because you know the point that I'm at they've known each other like a day or two. And they're mm -hmm. carrying on like these men promised to marry them. 
I mean, they're mm -hmm. carrying on ridiculously. And get they're getting too, they're sort of overreacting. They're sort of getting too petty and jealous too soon. But let me see. Let's see how it goes. But I'm definitely not feeling it to the extent that I did the UK version or the one, you okay. know. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so, Ma, I, I wanted to do um, a quick little segment uh, because we all we talked about the SAG after actors and the WGA members um, who are, you know, finding alternate ways to make cash. And we talked about Cameo. So I decided to go on Cameo and just see who is available, uh, you know, to and for service. how money see, well everybody has a different rate everyone has a different yeah price. yeah so uh so we're gonna do we haven't done this in a while full price matinee or refund okay okay so i want you to let me know um and some of these people are not sag after some most are but some are not okay okay so remember carol baskin so she's charging from tiger king she's, yes she's charging 249 dollars to make a video would you pay full price, matinee, or refund? Refund. I have no interest in seeing her. Refund as well. Okay. Dulé Hill, Ma. Uh, $199. Remember him from West Wing, Wonder Years. He's a tap dancer with Savion Glover. Refund. Refund. Yeah. Okay. Uh, LeVar Ball. Big baller. You know, the, the ball. LeVar, you know. Refund. One thirty-three, but the crackpot father. Refund. Ray Lewis, three hundred and thirty dollars. Ray Lewis. Mm -hmm. Football. Yes, football. Uh, how much is he? Three thirty. Refund. I would do a matinee. I would cut that in hair. Okay. I would do it. Right. I was thinking matinee, but then I decided mm, I don't know. Go ahead. Okay. Alyssa Milana for two fifty. Refund. Go ahead. A refund. Tommy Chong one fifty. Matinee. I'm with you. Matinee. I'll do for seventy five, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cedric the Entertainer two fifty. Refund. I don't like Cedric that much. Re refund. I'm the funny. He is. Go ahead. Dougie Doug, $50. Full price. Really? 50 Only $50? Come yeah. on. He wrap a couple lyrics for 50 Come on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like for old time's sake. Come on. Okay. Yeah. All right. 50 Okay. Not too yeah. bad. All right. Elijah Wood. Remember him from Lord of the Rings? Three forty. Yeah. Refund. Refund. Yeah. Mm. Brian Cox. From Succession, guess how much he's charging? I don't know. Six eighty nine. Okay, listen. Just because I'm budget conscious, you go matinee. But I'll I'll invite you in, Brian. Yeah, you yeah. I'll, got a good voice, so you so you can tell me how those kids are no good. Go I ahead. would I would do a matinee <laughs> for him for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michael Rappaport, one ninety nine. I do a matinee. Mm, refund. Rat, mat, between matinee and refund. Lindsay Lohan, $400. Refund. Refund. Mm. Billy D. Williams, $300. Matinee. Matinee it's at this point. Because I seen how you did, Billy. 
You let yourself go on Dancing with the Stars. You was pathetic. You didn't have no business up there. And you was 500 pounds and everything. You just didn't even care. Don't say that. That's not No, uh, no. Don't, don't, don't tell me. I know. He didn't take care of himself like anybody. Everybody, you know, actors have to take care of themselves. No matter how old you are, I don't expect him to be as thin as he was, but I don't expect him to be triple the size that he was. Okay. Jeremy Piven, $300. A refund. refund. I'm not trying to see Pippen. I'm not trying to see him. Don oh. Johnson. Three uh oh, Don Johnson is five hundred dollars for Miami Vice. Yeah, I'll do matinee for Don Johnson. I always like Don Johnson. Always mm. just be pie. I'll give him a refund. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, okay. That's not your thing. Mm. Lennox Lewis, $3.99. I don't like no all right with boxing. Lennox, he stayed up there for a while. I give him matinee. Uh, he's got a nice voice. He's got a nice accent. So hey, all right. Uh, maybe matinee. Ice T four fifty. Ice T, you don't need nothing. You've been working constantly all the way through. Your pockets are stuffed, yeah. and I can see you on a commercial refund. Refund. Michael Irvin five hundred. Oh. Yeah, Michael Irvin, he needs a defense fund. Yeah, I give Michael Irvin full, full price. price. Yeah, full price for Michael Irvin. Things have gone bad for you lately, Michael. I don't know what you did, but I don't, my, I don't know how much you could have done in the lobby there, but it didn't seem good. My, I don't think he did it. Okay, let's be I don't know what he did. Why, why they shut him down? I don't know. Let's see. I like Michael Irvin. I don't I do please. Too. Okay. That's why I said full price. Go ahead. All right, Ma. Um, before we go to our three things that made you smile, Ma, please, how much would you charge for cameo? For me? Mm hmm I would charge a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars? Okay. Dollars. And I'd like it to be made payable to the SAG AFTRA uh fun. For those on strike, okay, whatever I like that strike fund, a hundred dollars okay. after strike fund. Okay, and, I uh, like that, ma. And, right, and uh, and that would be my contribution. Okay, uh, ma. Oh, three things that made you smile: the sun, the stars, and the moon, and AC because they're still killing us in the DFW with the triple-digit temperatures every. Oh, yeah. I think today is supposed to be the hottest day so far. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, number one, a uh, former President Obama turned sixty-two. Uh, I guess it was Happy yesterday. Birthday, my president. Yeah. He's August fifth. Happy yep. birthday, my president. Yes. Uh, Messi is in town. That's exciting. Wonderful, Messi. And the U.S. Open is starting soon. I'm really excited oh. about it, Ma. Well, let's hope we see some rising stars in the U.S. Open. I'm well, going to in. Ma, um, is there anything that you wanted to say before we go? Yes, I want to tell everybody to please, you know, be aware, stay woke, pay attention to all these charges against Trump. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, former President Trump. And, um, <laughs> and also vote for everything, be aware of who's running for what, special elections, all this kind of stuff, because, you know, we've been infiltrated with people who have very, you know, who want to really just subvert the goals of democracy. So please stay woke, 
listen, stay hydrated, be very careful in these sweltering temperatures, and be careful about drinking and driving. The life you save may be mine. Okay, um, I wanted to mention to everybody, my, you forgot to remind me, our August um, book of the month is All Boys Aren't Blue by George oh. M. Johnson. So guys, read along with us. Um, we, lo- we love your comments, okay? Okay. Um, I just want to tell everyone, thank you for continuing to support the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, and on threads at the Bambushi Happy Hour. Also, all things Peju on all of them except threads. Um, also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour, all things Peju. And guys, we love the emails at uh, info at the Bambushi Happy Hour.com. I think that is pretty much it. Like Ma always said, everyone stay woke, stay cool, stay hydrated, vote, um, and we will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.